This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1463. Don't get left in the dark. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. In today's episode, we show you our last pair of words in this series on contronyms. Listen in and find out why you should pay attention to both grammar and vocabulary to make sure you use them correctly. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Lindsay, it's election day in the United oh. States. How are you feeling? Oh, what a nail biter. I'm just, I don't know. I'm I'm probably sick to my stomach all day long. <laughs> right. We record these a little bit in the past, so um, that's coming up for us, and we're already kind of scared. Yeah, guys, we're recording this only in uh, actually mid-September, to be honest. Okay, so we're still a month and a half out from this, but yeah, I can imagine on this particular day, we're going to be feeling a little anxious. <laughs> yes. Yep, we always are. It's a big deal. It changes a lot. It really changes the dynamic of the country, so you can't help but be a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, the country and the world, honestly. Yes, definitely. Um, So guys, we will do bonus episodes based on whatever happens. um, And we'll explain whatever happens and we'll go through it. So Mm -hmm. just stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Okay, cool. Well, I have a question for you. Um, What do you have left to do today? Oh my gosh, Aubrey, the list doesn't end. I have a lot of things left to do. Um, yeah, just yeah, just emails to send, work to complete. Um, and then I think I need to take my dog for a walk. How about you? Nice. Aubrey, what do you have left to do? Ooh, I have to pick up my kids from school, help them with homework. And then I'm going to go play pickleball tonight. So oh, fun. Yeah, Are you part of a league or just no, they a big park opened up near us with 16 new courts and they have pickup games. So you can go cool. and play and you're just thrown in with whoever to play. It's so fun. Oh, that's I really awesome. love it. That's great. I love that. Um, that phrase pickup games. So this idea of just showing up and you're able to be included in the game. So good. exactly. You don't have to bring your own whole group. You join in with whoever's there. Exactly. Very cool. I wish I could find pickup tennis more often. I don't think there's a lot of that, but that's so cool. That's so cool. Enjoy that. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yes, that's why we play. My husband played tennis, and it's very difficult for me, not having played tennis younger, to Um, pick it up. But pickleball is a little easier to pick up, even if you didn't grow up playing tennis. So maybe you should check out pickleball. (laughs) Maybe I will. Maybe I will. So what are we getting into today, Aubrey? Well, so in that question, I asked what you have left to do. We are talking today about the contronym left. It has two opposing meanings. One of them is in that question, what remains, what Mm -hmm. is remaining in your day. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about both of those opposing meanings. But if you missed our previous episodes, this is part four of our series. Part one was episode 1440. We talked about the word off that also has two opposing meanings. Mm -hmm. And then fine in 1446 and help in 1457. These have been so fun and so interesting. Oh, for sure. And perfect for your level, guys. If you are upper intermediate, lower advanced level, this is for you. Make sure you turn up the volume and listen in. Okay, good stuff. Yes. So you are definitely familiar with the direction left. You turn left when you're driving or walking, but left is also a contronym. It has the opposing meanings departed or remaining. So Mm. for example, if you say some of the girls left the room, so they exited or departed, how Uh many girls are left? How many girls remain or are still here? This can be very confusing. (laughs) I I know. I was just thinking how confusing this could be if you're not ready for this, if you're not aware that both these, this word could mean these two things, right? Right. Exactly. The key here is the grammar. Okay. So this is really important to, and as you're hearing them, one will sort of start. So usually you can tell from context, but if not, you can look at the grammar. If you're using it to mean departed, the sentence will have a subject and then left as the past simple verb. Mm, So Lindsay, give us a couple sentences where this would happen. Yeah. And so just to be clear, we're talking about the past tense of leave, right? The verb to leave. Okay. Exactly. Perfect. So here's an example, guys. So the train left the station at 2 p.m. Okay. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What about the other one, Aubrey? You could say they left a while ago, right? So we're saying they departed. The train departed. And we use the verb to leave in the past Mm -hmm. tense. Yeah. So you guys are really going to have to listen in for that grammar, kind of take your cues from the grammar in the context of the sentence. It's different from the other episodes we've done on contronyms where it's more about the vocab, right? Yes, exactly. But here's the tricky thing is if the tense is present perfect or past perfect, then you'll see have or has with the verb or for past perfect had. So for example, the train has left. And as you guys know, present perfect is more when the time isn't really as important. We're not giving you a specific time. The train left, the train left some point in the future. So we'd say the train has left. Yeah, right. Or the past perfect, right? So we say the train, uh, we had left the restaurant when the kitchen fire started. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're talking about something in the past that happened when something else happened. And so then you have had left. And Mm -hmm. for both of these as well, you know that it is that meaning departed because you're seeing even with has or have, you've got that past tense verb left and you know you're talking about something that has departed. Yes. Good stuff. Okay. So that is the first one. By the way, have you seen the movie The Departed? That just made me, <laughs> made me think of that. I did. That, that was a great film. I forgot about that movie. That yes. was several years ago, right? 
Leonardo DiCaprio. I think Ben Affleck, maybe. It's a Boston movie. I can't remember, but I liked it. Because you were living in Boston at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never (laughs) seen the whole movie from start to end, but I want to recommend that to our listeners, guys. A really good way to learn is check out these awesome movies, right? The Departed is a classic Boston crime movie. So check it out. Yeah, some great Boston accents in that one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. All right, good. So then let's look at the other side then, Aubrey, right? Right. So then we use left also to mean remain, the opposite, which is what makes it a contronym. And when we use left to mean remain, we use the verb to be as a helping verb. You'll always see to be conjugated as a helping verb here. So for example, who is left? Or how many are left? You see is and are as a helping verb. Mm, So then our listeners just have to listen for that. Right. They exactly. Just really pay attention to the context in this. Yep. So if you see any form of to be, am, are, is, you know, the meaning is to stay or to remain. Okay. So are there any exceptions then that are going to make this more complicated? Yes, unfortunately, English is the worst. It's so frustrating, the exceptions and the complications. (laughs) So for example, phrases like the one I asked you, what do you have left to do today? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be as a helping verb. But if you Mm -hmm. think about the meaning of the question, it's the same as what is left. What is left in your day is the same as what do you have left to do today? So sometimes that helping verb won't be present. But if you think about the meaning, if you yeah. say it another way, you would use to be. Yeah. So kind of boiling it down to the core meaning of what we're trying to ask in our minds, right, exactly. Aubrey? Yep. Okay. Right. So then there's some real confusion that can be caused because as you guys know, natives don't always pronounce every word. We often blend words together (laughs) and we do this with who is and who has. So if you can't tell if they're saying who is or who has, they just say whose, there can be some potentially confusing situations, right, Lindsay? Oh, for sure. I mean, the only good thing is that I think maybe Americans use the present perfect less than, for example, British English speakers. So that may help a little bit if you're listening to American English, but let's give them some examples here then, Aubrey. Okay. So let's say you're waiting for a job interview with several other candidates. You're all sitting in a hallway and a mm-hmm. few people leave. Mm-hmm. And the, per- the person conducting the interviews comes out and asks, who's left? Yeah. <laughs> it would so be impossible to tell if they are saying who is left, as in who remains here, or right. who has left, as in who has left the room. Yeah, that is so tricky. I don't know. I I might just freeze and stare at the guy. I don't know. Somebody else answer. (laughs) Natives would even be confused. You would probably have to ask, do you mean who left or who is still here? Which would be fine. Just ask for clarification if you're not sure. This totally Natives would have to do this as well. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. And it's it's good to ask because you could start a conversation maybe with the person next to you. Maybe you're both nervous and you have a laugh over it or something, right? Right. So exactly. ways to open a conversation and a connection. <laughs> yes, definitely. So there are some fun idioms with the word left that we're going to share you guys share with you guys. The okay. first one is to be left in the dark. You'll hear this all the time. It means to be kept uninformed or not given certain knowledge. Do you use this one, Lindsay? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I do. Yeah. To be totally unaware. People are doing things and you don't know what's going on. You're exactly. Clueless, yeah. For basically. example, I'm always left in the dark about my kids' grades until oh. the teacher emails me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Which is Do probably kids- my fault. I need to more proactively be 
asking and finding out how are you doing in class? Oh, for sure. Do kids still take home like physical report cards or is it all online now? I would guess it's all online. It's all online. The program we use is called Infinite Campus and you can log on at any time to see your kids' grades. I'm just really bad at doing that. You can log on to see like the average up to that point in the semester. You you can see their their, um, grade on, well, now that they've started distance learning, you can see their grade on every assignment, what they've turned in, what they're missing and what their grade is currently. Oh my gosh. That's tough because, I mean, when we were kids, our parents could not know about certain grades. That's true. And all you that mattered it. was the final grade at the end right. of the year. <laughs> Ooh, not good. <laughs> I know. Harder for them. Better for me if I would proactively like look into it, make sure I'm in the know. Yeah, yeah right. For sure. <laughs> to be left in the dark. And then another example would be the soldier was left in the dark, so he would not have confidential information in case he was captured. Okay. Yeah. So they're so like intentionally that. leaving mm-hmm. him in the dark and not sharing information that they don't want him to share if he is captured. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Guys, would you like to be able to understand native speakers even when they're speaking fast in a group conversation or when they're speaking on top of each other and interrupting each other? Get on this exclusive list to be invited when our new program becomes available. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash group. That's AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash G-R-O-U-P. Yeah, okay. And then what else? Here, Aubrey, what else do we have? The second one is to be left high and dry. And I use this one too. I love it. It just means that you're given no help in a difficult situation. So for example, you could say, my cell phone was dead when my car ran out of gas, so I was left high and dry. Yes, perfect. Very common. Natives use this all the time, guys. Super common. Mm -hmm. Um, Left in the lurch. This next one, I like it. I like the way it sounds. I think it sounds kind of cool. Kind of got a little alliteration there. Uh Yeah, left in the lurch. I never use it, though. How would we use this? I do. Yeah, it means to be abandoned in a difficult situation. Mm. So for example, if um, if there's like a key witness in a trial, okay. you could say the witness left everyone in the lurch when he refused to testify because the case would fall apart. Ah, okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Or my mom was supposed to pick me up after school, but she left me in the lurch when she never showed up. All right. Ooh, that would be tough. That never happened to me. Did that ever happen to you, Lindsay? Definitely (laughs) happened to me once. Yes. (laughs) I'm thinking of the day. I'll never forget it. I was, (laughs) no, she didn't forget. What happened was I never got the message to take the bus home. I was like six. Oh, oh, you were so little. I was so little and I was supposed to go to gymnastics. Normally my mom would come pick me up for gymnastics, but it got canceled and she called the school and I was supposed to get the message to get on the bus and I never got it. So I'm out there waiting. Oh no. These moments you never forget. You never forget. Get them. Yep. Okay. I know that happened to my husband once where my, my mother-in-law did just forget. Oh, <laughs> he was no. waiting for every, he finally walked home and he did not live close to the school. Oh my God. Oh, poor I thing. Oh, yep. it's traumatizing He's when you're left yeah. in the lurch. That's, yep. that's a good one. And then the last one is to be left hanging, Yes, which just means to keep someone waiting. Yes. If you say like, I needed to know her decision, but she kept me hanging for three days. We hear yeah. this a lot in business. I've used this at jobs like, oh, don't leave me hanging. Yeah, exactly. And people do say, again, I think this chunk, don't leave me hanging, let me know, right, is very yes. common, right? Yes, to make exactly. Sure, you know, you want to know the answer quickly. Don't yep. leave someone in the dark. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, should we do a role play here, Aubrey, for our Yes, listeners? we have a fun role play. So Lindsay and I are supposed to present at a meeting with another coworker, mm-hmm. but she's late. Our coworker is late and the meeting is about to begin. So I'll start okay. us off. Here we go. It looks like she's not going to show. I cannot believe this. She has never left us in the lurch like this before. 
Well, maybe she slept in. I texted her 20 minutes ago, but she left me hanging. Oh, we're in serious trouble. She was going to share the year-end reports, and I don't have any of those numbers. She's seriously left us high and dry. She shouldn't have left us in the dark about those reports. Yeah, we should have thought to make sure that we had copies of everything. Next time, we'll be better prepared. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's always like funny when we cram all of much. them into like four sentences. Yeah, I know. It's, it's rare, guys. We never, you would never do that, right? In a normal right. conversation, just kind of a caveat here. But we want to show you all these different ways to use them. So good stuff. Exactly. Um, so the first one, I said, she's never left us in the lurch like this before, meaning yep. she has abandoned us in a really difficult situation. Yeah, that's hard. And then let's see, I said, I texted her 20 minutes ago, but she left me hanging. So now I'm saying, am I saying basically she didn't respond? Is that what I mean? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, she she didn't respond. She didn't Mm -hmm. get back to you. She never texted back. So you can say she left me hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I said, you know, she hasn't given us any of these numbers that she was going to share. So she's left us high and dry. And I love this one. It just means that you're given no help, right? She's given us no help in this situation. And you're also in, I think the other piece, you're in a pressure situation, right? You're in like a high pressure, especially, right? You need to do something, maybe give a presentation or something and you're stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. And then I said, she shouldn't have left us in the dark about those reports. So she shouldn't have kept secrets or she should have shared those things with us. Yeah, just in case, right? You never know when there's going to be emergency. You're leaving someone in the dark if you don't give them all the information they need. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Good stuff. Okay. So guys, we want to remind you to make sure you get the transcripts, right? Aubrey, would that be, I feel like that would be important for this episode. What do you think? Definitely. Because (laughs) all of the grammar, right? This is pretty complicated and you want to make sure that you're able to recognize the differences here. So definitely check out the transcripts, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. Mm -hmm. And you'll also be able to get them in the app, allearsenglish.com slash bonuses. Yeah. So you guys have two different options and they're two separate products, right? So if you guys want to get them by email, we deliver them every Monday in a PDF booklet for you, allersenglish.com slash subscribe, as Aubrey said. If you have an iOS iOS phone, you can get them in the app. So allersenglish.com slash bonuses. Good. All right. So what should we leave our listeners with then today, Aubrey? We did a lot of good stuff in this episode. Oh my gosh. Yes, I know. You have four really fun native idioms that you can use. Practice using those. And also just to be aware of this contronym left, that using it, you can sound very native and natural, but you could also, uh, there could potentially be mistakes, pitfalls here that can cause serious confusion. So make sure that you're aware of these opposite meanings and look for them when you're listening through, you know, speech or podcasts, or when you're talking, be sure you're using them correctly. Definitely. And pay attention to grammar, right? We talk about vocabulary a lot on this show, but sometimes grammar is kind of the glue that you need, right? It's that piece that you need to know the context from the grammar. So don't ignore grammar. Pay attention to it, guys. (laughs) Exactly. Because with something like this, if you use the wrong grammar, the meaning changes entirely of what you're trying to say. So in some cases, the grammar is really important. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Aubrey, thanks for hanging out today. I'll see you soon on the show again. Yes, thanks. See you later. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, 
then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.